So, Helen, tell us about the new ship from Virgin Voyages. Is it the Resilient Lady? It certainly looked great in the photos I've seen. That is certainly her. Now, Resilient Lady is one of three current ladyships. So that's a play on the fact that they're very British, you know, your ladyship. So yeah. they're referred to as ladyship. We have Scarlet Lady, who was launched in February February 2020, so not great timing oh, no. <laughs> for the Branson brand. And so she had her maiden voyage in August 2021 because it just took that long to get over everything. Now, Valiant Lady celebrated her maiden voyage from Barcelona in May 2022 and Resilient Lady launched in May 2023, so this year from Athens. And there's another lady, Brilliant Lady, will set sail in the last quarter of 2024. Now, let me tell you, you're right, Richard Branson and his brand are cheeky, fun, but still elegant, so you can really enjoy the finer things in life on board. People who don't know that Resilient Lady is in Sydney Harbour have been uh, not paying attention to any media. I've exactly. never seen such a reaction to this ship. They're always meant to be adults only. They're a sanctuary at sea for people over 18. And Richard, when he was speaking to everybody on board yesterday, said that his grandkids are really annoyed with him. Well, I bet because they, they, are. <laughs> they really want to be on board. And he said, no, you'll have to wait until you're 18. But well, imagine the fun up, they'll it? have. Yeah, imagine exactly. the fun they'll so have. So the ships actually, is, do they have a godmother? Or what's the term they use? Um, therefore, you know who's what? the Scarlet I... Lady and who's the Resilient Lady? Oh, yes. Well, I don't know who because it's been sailing for a while now. Okay. And, of course, you're in Melbourne. You'll be able to see her for yourself in a couple of days because she's going to be home ported down there oh, for well. this season. Okay. Uh, well, I've so got to go to Geelong uh, this week, so I might well see it on the way down there. So Yeah, so her maiden voyage is from Melbourne to Tasmania. And that will stop over in Burnie and Hobart, and it leaves on the 11th of December. So you, you'll, you'll see her coming and going for sure. You can't miss her right. with the striking red, and it's just got the big the big red virgin, and they've got like a mermaid on the side. And my voice is a bit crappy today because I had such a good time on board yesterday. Oh, we no. were there for eight hours. Oh, no. <laughs> doing a tour of the boat, lots of talking, lots of listening. A little tiny bit of drinking, oh. you know, not much, just a couple. Right. Yeah, got it. Got to try out the bars, Graham. Sure. You Did know? it actually leave the dock or not? No, it didn't. Right. Okay. Now, Resilient Lady has one thousand four hundred and four cabins and suites. There are seventy-eight suites, and there is the biggest one's called the Massive Suite. There are actually two Massive Suites. Oh, They've got a huge outdoor area with hot tub. The biggest bathroom I've seen at sea, honestly, it's fabulous with a huge bath. It was really beautiful in there, so elegant and lovely. You could fit 20 people in there, should oh, you feel the need. Right. There's also a music room with four guitars and an amplifier, so you can unleash your inner Eric Clapton right. if you want to. And... The people on board the ship are referred to as sailors. They're not oh. called passengers. They're called sailors. He's always Virgin, got an angle, hasn't he? He does, but, you know, that's kind of cool because even the crew, he, he stressed that the crew uh, uh, come as you are. So if they've got tattoos and pink hair, that's fine. He doesn't try and they don't have to go through a strict 
you know, learning to do this and you must say this and you must say that. It's very all, it's very just how they are. And so the crew are fabulous. All the ones we met yesterday were, were, were great. So it's just that bringing that touch of authenticity and being your true self on board kind okay. of thing. I mean, Everything's, they're in uniform, are they? Yes, they are in oh, uniform. So they look like yes. they know what they're doing. They just might yes. have pink hair. Exactly. Okay. They'll have pink hair and maybe a tat or something, but they're all fabulous. And the ship itself was really, it had a lot of fun areas. And you said cheeky. It's very cheeky. Like there's a great games area. And like you've got separate places where you can do Jenga. There's all kinds of fun things in there. Board games, every board game known to mankind. There's like Pac-Man and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So that's fun. And there's there's an area called the Groupie, which is like a private karaoke area. So you can go in there and belt out whatever you like and no one can hear you except your friends in there. Mm. So that's that's a bit of fun. There are some different things on board which I really liked. Um, there was a barber shop and there was a record shop because all of the suites have record players. So it's kind of that era of guest, isn't it? So you can go and buy a bunch of records if you want to which I think is fun. Yeah. Now, there's more than 20 eateries on board. So that's a lot, right, yeah, for a ship a of lot. this size. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to get sick of eating at the same place every night or two. Right. And the food was really fantastic. We had a look at Gun Bay, which is Korean barbecue. Had a look at Wake. We dined in Extra Virgin, which is like Italian, regionally inspired handcrafted pasta. Yeah. They've got a place called The Galley which is Virgin's take on the buffet, but with table service. So it's got eight different shops and food carts, including one called Pops and Bubs, which <laughs> was ice creams and bubbles. Oh, so that's okay. a pretty good mix. Then, of course, for people who really like bubbles, there's a bar called Sip. It's Virgin Voyages Champagne House. And I don't think I've ever seen so many bottles of Moet and Chandon. Oh. Huge and so, but a really nice space, and the cocktails. Everybody seemed to be really enjoying those. Quite, you know, they always give them fun names. The, there's one of them was called the Anta uh, the antagonist. So I think people were quite enjoying that, judging yeah. by the amount of ones they were having to make. Now you might think that Virgin might not be right up there when it comes to the show, the entertainment on board, but we went to the red room. And we saw the show Persephone, and everybody was absolutely blown away by how good this was. It's the best show I've ever seen on a ship ever. Really? Absolutely. Wow. wow. It's really, really, really amazing. Now, the Red Room itself is pretty cool. It's a multi-form theatre at sea. It can transform into three different configurations for the various nights. So you might go in one night and it's got like the huge stage like it did last night and then it can transform to other things. But the show, obviously if you know Persephone from your ancient history, it's the story of Persephone who was the daughter of Hades, oh sorry, the daughter of Zeus and Demeter who was a goddess of crops and yeah. wine and everything. And, of course, Persephone was snatched by Hades, who's the god of the underworld, because he fancied her a bit. Yeah. And uh, then, of course, her mum got, got very stressed and she decided she wasn't going to grow any crops. 
or anything because she was wanting to get her daughter back. And then there was a war between the, the gods from Mount Olympus and the, the gods of the underworld. But it was just phenomenal. Think about a mix of Cirque du Soleil and just the best dance troupe you've ever seen in your life. It, and there was the singer who played Demeter. Oh, my gosh. She was outstanding. Right. Obviously, they raided the West End, have they? Well, you know what? They You could easily run this on the West End. It was so good. Oh, that's so good. Cool. If I was on board, I'd probably go and see it every night. It was that good. <laughs> Okay, well, that, that, that is fantastic. Better than a trotting yeah. out an old version of All oh, the in the Underworld or something. It you was know. so, so good. Oh, look, the other funny thing that's on board is a tattoo parlour. So, oh. you know, and if you want you to, tempted? you can. No, it was shut and I wouldn't be tempted anyway. Right. So, okay. You're leaving so, your yeah, no, look, virginal skin intact. It was it was fun and it's just lot, the, the pool area is great. Yeah. Um, you know, it's more about... He said it's not about swimming laps, yeah. it's it's about socialising. Getting wet. So it's just having fun drinking or not drinking or reading with friends, getting in the pool every now and again. And, and just to give you an, an idea of the fun element, we're on the back of the ship, you know, right near the Harbour Bridge, and there's a netted area that you can jump on That's so you can see down to the water below. Oh. Sort of like you get on like a catamaran if you like sail a on trampoline. a catamaran. Yeah. Like a trampoline. So you can jump on it, lie on it, sit on it and look at the water below. So right. that's just kind of a bit of fun. Is it above the, um, high above the water? Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't be on it while you were travelling. Um, you probably would because you can watch what's happening on the water yeah, as you go. Okay. Sounds so good. That, that was good. And, yeah, there's lots of hot tubs. I don't know if I've seen that many hot tubs. They were kind okay. of dotted around the ship everywhere. All the suites were great, really beautiful, and the bar in each of the suites was awesome. And then we thought we better have a look at the smallest yeah. ones on board. So the smallest one is the Solo Insider, which is for the solo traveller. And it's for the person who's only going to be in there to sleep and then they're going to be enjoying all the fun and games around the ship the rest of the time because okay. they're pretty small. Right. So well, you wouldn't be bringing your friends back. So where <laughs> would you position this vessel against um, you know, other lines, other cruise lines? like? Uh, Look, Giardia it's quite, it's quite different. Um, the, the makeup of it is really fabulous. One of the things is it doesn't matter if every cabin is full, you're always going to have spaces where you can find space. Right. It's not overrun with people. There's a lot of different areas to actually chill out, sit down, sit in the shade, sit in the sun, whatever you want to do. There's some really great um, little private cabanas that you can book. Right. They're, they're great. A lot of the suites, about, oh, I think it's 85%, have um, hammocks So instead and balconies, of, of course. The hammock's not instead of the bed. No, no, outside on the on the balcony. Oh, for hanging, <laughs> yeah, 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 hanging hammock. about. Okay. But I wouldn't be doing that. I'm not good with hammocks. I don't know about you. Uh, well, yeah, you can you can get out of them a lot easier than you can get into them. I find. Yeah, not good. Out. I'd be I'd be falling out for sure. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> not good. What about on terms of cost, Helen? Any any uh, suggestions? Um, look, I didn't. Uh, I haven't really had a chance to have a look at the cost. But one of the good things is that every voyage includes dining, so all gratu- all gratuities are covered. In fact, you don't have to tip. There's no tipping unless you absolutely want to. Right. Which is great. Okay. Uh, free Wi-Fi. 
and unlimited group fitness classes, now all included in the fare. So that's pretty cool. So you've got 20 restaurants and bars included in your your fare. Well, Helen, thanks so much for that. It's great that you were able to get there and uh, give us a, uh, well, almost a blow-by-blow description of uh, of time uh, spent on the Virgin Voyages. A resilient lady.